Welcome back to Look at My Life. This is random episode number one. Funerals are for the living. Funerals are for the living. I'm quoting this from a book, I believe, turned movie, but I only saw the movie The Fault in Our Stars. And the context of the character saying funerals are for the living is because she had this amazing speech written for her boyfriend's eulogy. You know, it was snarky, it was real life, it was teenage angst bullshit. (laughs) And he would have really liked it. But once she went up there to speak at his funeral and looked at his mom, she knew that they wouldn't get it. So she didn't read this amazing eulogy that she had written for him and she knew he liked it because funerals are for the living. And you know, I had seen this movie before anything major happened, definitely before 2019. But at the same time, what she said and the context of it and how it played out, it stuck with me. Because it was just so profound and I was just like, wow, you know, you never really think about that 99.9% of the time. When someone dies and it's time to make arrangements and funerals, it's often considered, you know, what would this person's mom like and what would the wife like and what would the kids like and what would this person like instead of, you know, what this person who died It's their funeral. (laughs) What they would have wanted. And. That quote. Funerals. Are for the living. It became. Even more. Profound. To me. After the death of. My grandmother slash mother. Mia. And for reasons unknown to me, my grandmother slash mother, her, she let her life insurance um, expire. I didn't know about it. Um, I didn't know that she had done it. And, You know, maybe that was her premonition. They were fighting with me so hard about everything. And, you know, she had talked to me 
about her life insurance policy and I would have been a beneficiary. So, you know, they annihilated me (laughs) over stuff that wasn't there. I can only imagine how those people would have acted if she did have life insurance. Um, So maybe that was just her predicting the future and looking out for me like she did a lot of the time. But anyways, um, because, you know, she didn't have any life insurance or burial insurance or any of that, you know, there was a scramble, even though, you know, she had been in the hospital for months before she died there was a scramble of you know not having any money organizing money putting money together um to handle you know her death and you know there was quote unquote the famous you know somebody dies in a poor black family usually the family members have like a fridge fry fish fry or a chicken fry or some dinner spaghetti dinner or something like that you know invite people over ask them to donate money you know go into old neighborhoods um old friends and you know asking you know could you donate you know some money and Me and Mia talked about everything, you know, 10 times over. And one of the biggest things, you know, it bothered her so much that she had even talked to her pastor of the church about it. And even though he reassured her that, you know, there was nothing in the Bible that spoke against cremation. She just really didn't want it. And then one of her children died and they got cremated and she was very upset about it because she didn't believe in it. And she definitely, for a fact, did not want that for herself. And she was very adamant about that. And anybody who really knew her and had a conversation with her within the past what, 10, 20 years before her death, they would know that, you know, she was so against being cremated. And so, you know, some money was raised and people from the family wanted to you know, give her a funeral, and, you know, some people said, oh, I'm going to wear this color, you know, all white, or, you know, whatever, and people showed up to the funeral, and I was there with someone in my life that had helped Mamiya out, um, and it was very awkward (laughs) to say the least it was kind of embarrassing as well you know as people were coming in to this funeral you know 
the person I was with was like, who is that? Who is that? I didn't know Miss Fisher had so many people that even knew her because this person that I was with, you know, they helped my grandmother out themselves. And, you know, they're saying, where are all these people coming from? And I'm like, this is a cousin. This is a this. This is a that. And he's like, where were they? Where have they been? You know, why was she calling me? She got all these people. It's not like the person had a problem with her calling them. She loved them and they loved her. But it was just shell shocking to the person that I was with because they were just like, how are all these people coming to her funeral? But they couldn't come and go to the store for her. They couldn't come and go pick up a prescription for her. They couldn't come and sweep or mop or anything for her. But they made it to her funeral. Yet again, say it with me, you guys. Funerals are for the living. Funerals are for the living. There were times where I couldn't be around because even during, you know, before 2019, I had health problems. You know, there were times where I really could have just used some help, just a little bit, just a little bit, and I got nothing nothing but look who all showed up for her funeral and with the limited funds and them being so insistent on giving her a funeral my grandmother had to get cremated the one thing that she was scared of, the one thing that she did not want. Now, if I had been in charge, I would have said, screw the funeral. Who cares about a bunch of people crying over a dead person that they didn't give a fuck about when that person was alive? And I'm going to honor her wish and get her a burial plot and bury her instead of trying to have a funeral. That's what I would have did. But the funeral was so important that she ended up getting cremated. Yet again, say it with me, guys. Funerals are for the living. The one thing in death <laughs> that she did not want, she had to get, because people wanted to showboat at her funeral. And in recent times, there's things going on, you know? When a person dies, it's so crazy. So many people show up 
So many people all of a sudden care. So many people just loved you from afar, apparently. Real far. Far, far. Away. Oh, but they're going to show for that funeral, though. They're going to want to be at a funeral, supposedly to honor a dead person's life. Who's they? Couldn't even waste their time being in the life of that person when they were living. The irony. I mean the irony of it all. And, you know, seeing it happen again to someone who's a kind person, a good person, it's angering, you know? So funny that people love to talk and talk and talk. But when it comes to donating money, when it comes to actually getting off your ass and taking your little Twitter fingers off Facebook, talking cash money shit, oh, they can't be bothered. No, they're just living for the drama. They just wanted to wear this shiny new dress to go to the funeral that they're not going to help pay for, that they're not going to do anything for. Because they want to be seen at the funeral. Say it with me, guys. Funerals are for the living. If you feel the need to go to someone's funeral that's supposed to be, keyword, keywords, <laughs> supposed to be about remembering this person's life, make sure you've been in their life. Make sure. If needed, you could donate some money to go to that funeral. You want to wear your little dress too. That's all I got to say. But I'll say it one more time. Funerals for the living. Thank you for taking the time to look at my life and see what I see. Hopefully you learned something. I'll be back very soon with a new episode. Thank you for listening. I'll see you soon.